Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. HD Smartcast. You are listening to a Live Mint production. Brought to you by HD Smartcast. I'll interrupt here a bit and I want to sort of uh, bring the discussion back to distribution because that's really the backbone of the industry as we know it. And uh, with the lockdown, an intermittent lockdown is here to stay. You know, uh, if you look at uh, how states are operating, the minute you see a huge spike, there will be a lockdown for a few days. And physical distancing is the norm. And again, that's here to stay. Given this reality, um, you know, do you see, how do you see the traditional distribution reinventing itself? Uh, we've talked about digital helping a lot in distributing of uh, uh, insurance products. So do you think that, this would wipe out the traditional channels of agency, bank assurance, etc. And uh, and we also know that these traditional channels have put a lot of pressure on costs for the industry. So do you see that it would also mean uh, a scaling down of costs for the industry? Vibha, do you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. Um, and I don't think so at all because uh, this scaling down of costs is a short-term uh, reaction to um, to the pandemic, which is really like Bhargav mentioned, April and uh, April and May, and now we are beyond it in terms of getting our act together. And what I'm very happy is that uh, the traditional channels, uh, say an agency channel or a broker channel, are embracing technology. Uh, the, our agents are embracing technology, and reason is it's very very clear that. Uh, you know, living with COVID in some form or shape, whether the mutating COVID the, with vaccine one step forward, towards, uh, two steps back, um, or recurring uh, bouts of lockdown. Um, so at least into the foreseeable future and, and the show has to go on. Uh, let me give you a couple of examples as to wh- how uh, how proud I am that some of our traditional channels are embracing. After really being in a lockdown situation, even mentally in April and May, um, so we we've worked on and we've been working on a on a platform called Wise, uh, and that platform enables you to do end to end sales pitch and conclusion of the sale. And today, uh, and I track this data on a daily basis. Today, our agency channel is right in the forefront, even beyond banker. Uh, of uh, embracing that and being able to approach uh, prospective customers wherein you can do right from making a pitch, running small videos, um, uh, doing bespoke um, uh, uh, you know, illustrations uh, to uh, finally honing down on a policy, doing your AML, KYC, etc., telemedicals, issuing them a policy after he makes a payment and doing the verification call. So the entire life cycle is something that they have uh, embraced very well. Today's review that I was doing with my management team showed that even our renewal pre- premiums, customers are willing to engage with us and pay through this platform. Uh, and so What's is the experience uh, been with renewal premiums uh, around this time. So um, there is stress. Um, although renewal premiums in Q1 uh, grew by 24%, uh, I would still watch this space. The innate need to conserve cash uh, cannot be underestimated. 
uh, and uh, you know somebody was asking me the other day as to is rural now uh, in the thick of things so th there is no part of india or anywhere else that's completely decoupled so you can't say that this part is unaffected by covid ain't happening and so the pain will continue and i talk about a wake of covid wherein while covid cases might re might recede but the aftermath of covid in terms of job losses or uncertainty or uh stress in msmes and so on uh is going to continue and maybe it'll continue for much longer uh, than we know today so the stress will continue uh, i think if it doesn't then i'm i'm very happy uh we are all of us i'm sure are engaging with customers to say please don't stop paying your premiums because paradoxically this is the time you need more of insurance and not this is not a discretionary expenditure for you to cut sure. down on uh, you know so so it is i will watch this space very very closely sure. but basically what you're saying is that you're not seeing the traditional distribution channels going anywhere but in fact they only get strengthened with the whole digital uh, infrastructure at their disposal what about absolutely costs, costs will yeah. come down costs will come down in the short run uh, typically in an insurance company uh, variable costs uh, are anything between uh, half or half to two thirds of a company's costs uh, and so it's very easy to pay back in the short run however companies have to invest uh, in different ways of doing business and that's when the the nature of costs will change from uh, how we knew costs earlier to different kinds of costs um, branches could but possibly go down in terms of physical infrastructure you don't need it but uh, unless you have a fantastic technology uh, customers are not going to get service the way all of especially younger generation they you're going to lose them um, I, data analytics is something that you need to invest um, very significantly cloud is a platform that if people who haven't already invested need to invest in it and so on so there will be a lot more of outlay uh, into newer things uh, that will propel us towards uh, selling non face to face okay sure prasun do you want to weigh in this conversation because clearly health insurance is uh, in the limelight and how are you reimagining uh, distribution no no um, i know no, it's a good, very good question you know before i get into distribution i just want to lay the context a little bit you know i think you know what we are going through uh, at this moment as far as health insurance is concerned is what i call the covid moment for health insurance uh, sector in india uh, you see the threat of death makes people a lot aware of their lives you know like it or not like it and that's the way it is uh, the amount of time that we are now spending discussing health healthcare you know health insurance uh, we would have never done this in the history of this country whether is the government uh, or the political class or the bureaucrats industry media uh, common man we are now discussing only about protecting lives and how to finance uh, the protection of those lives and therefore livelihood rightfully has taken a back seat so the first covid moment you know the way i look at it is basically really the consumer behavior i think is going through a tectonic shift uh, as we are progressing with covid and learning to adapt to the so called new normal you know uh, the prime minister said jaan hai to jahan hai you know health nahi to kuch nahi and we say ki you know health uh, hai to life hai uh, you know that's the point so in the hierarchy of needs health insurance is claiming primary position you know health insurance today is just not a priority but people have understood that it's a necessity uh, health insurance is no more a safety net uh, for a what if situation uh, but a savior on the ground you know it's no longer preparing for a rainy day Uh, but to an understanding understanding that the rainy day has finally there and there's to come so it's 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 not about you know the customers have realized that you know falling ill is not a distant possibility anymore it is actually a distinct possibility you may be the smartest man on earth or the smart, smartest person or the healthiest person in town 
you know, going for your yoga, going for your, you know, uh, morning walk and your runs every day. Uh, but you can get affected by this pandemic. Uh, and, and therefore, this shift is really the COVID moment as far as customer is concerned, as far as health insurance is concerned. The second COVID moment, you know, if you look at, you know, historically, in spite of health insurance being a living benefit product, uh, in which getting benefit of the product is almost guaranteed in the lifetime of a customer, isn't it? Because, you know, the health insurance never matures, unlike uh, a life insurance. You know, even at the age of 100, you know, you can actually get a mail and, and your, your renewal premium will come and you pay, you're covered. Uh, but still, for some reason, health insurance has continued to be a push product. Uh, and that product sale used to always happen face to face. You know, uh, that's that's really uh, what it was uh, as a market. Uh, but suddenly one day on 19th of March, you know, we, we, we said that, look, all this will not work. And suddenly this practice had to be changed one day and, and everything had to be made to a virtual platform. But the opportunity that this is thrown is that everyone, including the customer, only wants to meet with you in virtually today. Nobody wants to meet you, you know, <laughs> physically. Even if you ask, call for an appointment, they will say, you know, please call me. So both the consumer as well as the distributor has got aligned, you know, to this virtual way of selling. I'm, I'm not going to use digital here because this has nothing to do with digital. This is on telephone, you see. Uh, so, so, so adaptation of technology, as Bhargav said, is will become much faster and much more easier. Uh, technology and digitization, according to me, was always there in the insurance industry. But COVID has now just make, made the use cases far more, you know, possible. Uh, there were a lot of use cases which was which was there, but you know, it was just used only once, and you know, there were people were not picking it up. But I guess now people are going to pick, pick it up because even before COVID, if you had to buy a health insurance, starting from buying to servicing to claims, you know, there was no reason for the customer to actually meet any of the you know insurance company person face to face. So today, the today the usage that we get will fast track, resulting into pay, not only paperless buying. But also usage experience will be. But what about digital. underwriting, Prasun? I mean, underwriting would need well, some sort of. I, I mean, I mean, there are stalwarts here, but I, I everybody will say, you know, most of the companies, even underwriting, has got automated. You know, and it has not happened today. It has happened a couple of years back. Even medical underwriting today is automated in some of the large and some of the progressive companies. Uh, so you don't need underwriters uh, to basically, you know, underwrite your uh, policies anymore. I think those days are over. Uh, the third COVID moment for health insurance, uh, it's really uh, it's it's really amazing because, you know, I've been really thinking about it for quite some time. It, it's really how much things have changed actually since the beginning of the year. You know, in the beginning of the year, any discussion around health insurance, people were concerned with the cost that they were paying out of pocket. You know, cost of uh, drugs, a surprise medical bills, a complexity of a health insurance product, claim related issues. But now the priorities have totally changed. You know, now consumers are concerned about job loss. They're concerned about recession. And they're concerned about the coverage, therefore. So with the shift, coverage becomes incredibly important. As many Indians uh, either have lost their jobs or will lose their jobs. And therefore, we lose their health insurance cover uh, as they move along. And, and, and therefore, if, if, the, if, the, if the sector is not coming up with any customized, affordable products for this missing middle uh, you know, the, the missing middle that we talk about in case of health insurance, in the context of health insurance coverage, will only get aggravated because, because people will lose coverage and they'll be part of this missing middle who don't have a coverage. Uh, and therefore, this will lead to huge financial strain and mental stress, pain, agony, so on and so forth. So I think this really opens up the whole new opportunity for health insurance in India. You know, increased use of digital technology uh, with an informed customer who wants to buy or upgrade health insurance digitally 
can actually increase productivity 2x, 3x, even 4x, according to me, for all face-to-face -face channels due to the existing relationships and the increased reach. So I will go by what Viva just now said, that the traditional channels will only get far more powerful because of what is happening today in terms of digital technology and uh, customers willing to basically talk to you, you know, virtually. Uh, more informed customers are expected to buy online and therefore customization of products with, with co-creation facility, with smooth onboarding experience can drive penetration of online delivery. Yeah. You know, bank insurance business uh, will face some access problems because of this lockdown, unlock. You know, some of the bank branches are not accessible as of now. And therefore, I think that will shift towards digital and telemarketing and therefore the importance of analytics, you know, AI and, and campaign management will come in. And obviously, you know, partnerships with new digital ecosystem will now emerge uh, with customized low-ticket products and therefore product process innovation. So I think sure. I think the traditional channel and the new age, uh, you know, so-called uh, digital channels will coexist. Uh, mm -hmm. According to me, the, the agency channel, the corporate broking channel by usage of digital technology and virtual will only become more powerful as we move on. <coughs> Now, I'd, uh, you know, very interesting points, Prisun. So I'd quickly like to bring in the next question here. So, you know, one thing I think most people wonder is how insurance companies deal with, you know, a pandemic-like situation or large-scale catastrophes. Now, insurance penetration in India is quite low, but a pandemic-like situation, you know, could actually strain companies, especially younger companies. Uh, so, Prasun, if I could just ask you, how do you think this will play out for companies? Well, uh, you know, there are a lot of learnings from the pandemic situation of the past. You know, when a pandemic happens, obviously claims for uh, for pandemic goes up. Uh, but also, you know, non-pandemic claims goes down. And that is exactly what, you know, the health insurance industry is seeing as of now because the elective surgeries uh, have come down dramatically. Uh, however, the COVID-related claims, uh, not only the incidences are going up, but the average claims cost of COVID is also going up because of a variety mm -hmm. of reasons. Uh, I think it will get evened out to some extent. That's point number one. Point number two, a small company like ours, you know, we have to be agile enough to continuously look at the claim trends and have the ability to basically reprice the portfolio as quickly as possible. Uh, so, from, so that from a PNL perspective, you know, you don't go overboard uh, and put the rest of the entire portfolio at, at a huge risk. Uh, the other, and I honestly, I, while I said all this, you know, given that 80-85% of the COVID-19 patients are asymptomatic or have mild symptoms, you know, the exposure to hospital admission is limited. And hence, it's not a material requirement for a health insurer to seek for additional reinsurance support at this moment uh, for their IPMI, uh, you know, or the indemnity, you know, portfolio. However, uh, you know, in case uh, you, any insurance company wants to go uh, for a fixed benefit payout structure, correct? Uh, which is diagnosis based, uh, we we might seek additional reinsurance requirement due to uncertainty in the risk quantification, uh, of, uh, which is really the diagnosis rate. So, for example, you know, Bhargav spoke about uh, home care. Uh, now, it is fraught with risk uh, because you really do not know uh, what is the kind of diagnosis rate that you're looking at for the next three, four, five, four, six months. Uh, but obviously, should we do it? We should definitely do it because it's uh, out of pocket for the customer. Uh, and, and therefore, we have to figure out as an industry as to how uh, we can basically do all that. So in such, and then the problem is that in reinsurance today uh, is not supporting uh, and neither do they have any clue of, you know, the risk trend that will emerge and rightfully so. Uh, so I think it will take some time as we emerge to understand uh, this big elephant in the room, which is which is claims as we move along.
Right. No, Prashant, I was just wanting to know what, what's your take on this? Uh, life insurance is a bit luckier than health insurance because, you know, it's about life. And uh, while the incidences are very high, uh, you must understand that there is, uh, uh, you know, the large the part of uh, our customers are younger in age. And uh, they, of course, go through, uh, you know, some bit of medicals, etc. So we better handle that. And with every passing week, there is uh, new solutions coming up. The rates are falling. The mortality is improving. So we haven't, as an industry, seen uh, such such a huge surge in claims, etc. Of course, it's higher than how the first couple of months were because the numbers have gone up. Uh, but I don't anticipate that to be uh, beyond the, the overall assumptions. And I think we'll be able to manage that really well. Okay, I'm going to take off from what Prasoon had said, and I want to bring in uh, Bhargav to sort of give his views. Um, so he made a very interesting point about, um, you know, if the COVID claims are going up, you have other claims coming down. So the pressure is not so much. But we now have a standard COVID-19 indemnity policy that's mandated um, by the regulator to be offered. What are you seeing there in terms of claims? What are you anticipating? Because that does have home care. Uh, chances of fraud, I'm imagining, would be higher. So what are you seeing? What are you anticipating there? We are seeing a huge variation in premiums uh, in this in these policies, and I wonder why. Yeah, so there may be two uh, reasons for that, and I'll come to that. But before that, just to uh, kind of uh, take forward what Prashun said, uh, look, the fundamental nature of insurance is that you take a small amount of money from many and you pay a big amount to a few. That's the model, right? You know, you, you create a pool of right. uh, resources by taking small premiums from, uh, you know, lots of people. And hopefully the frequency of claims is 2, 3, 4%. And for them, the amount is large and you pay them. And that's how the pool becomes viable. So by, by its basic nature, a pandemic is honestly not insurable. Because if you have a situation where a very large proportion of people fall sick, uh, you know, it, it's, not, it's not viable. Now, having said that, if you look at the COVID situation today, it's not as if in terms of percentages, you know, in the overall uh, you know, schemes of things in India, it's a very high percentage. But honestly speaking, you know, none of us can predict where it will go, which brings me to the, uh, you know, answer to your question right. as to your view about, you know, these products. So we were one of the uh, few companies we which launched a COVID benefit product right in the beginning, in the month of February, March. Uh, we did that with a lot of trepidation. Let me be honest. We uh, anticipated that we'll lose money. Uh, we had our own models, uh, which was, you know, in hindsight, wrong because we anticipated certain amount of, uh, you know, growth in numbers. The actual numbers have proved to be different. And honestly speaking, at that point in time, we knew that we would be wrong because, you know, there was no data to price anything at this point in time. You know, what do we do in insurance? We look at past data to build models to predict what the, you know, loss ratio should be. Now, this was a new paradigm for all of us. But we took that call of launching that product because we just felt uh, that uh, within certain contained amount of, uh, you know, losses, we just wanted to do it for customers because, you know, at that point in time, we just felt the right thing to do. Honestly speaking, I don't think it's fair to expect every company to do that. Uh, you know, given that there's no reinsurance at this point in time, there are companies with smaller balance sheets. Uh, for them, let's say 200,000 lives will be, and something goes wrong, could be, uh, you know, pretty, uh, uh, you know, traumatic. For a large company, a 200,000 uh, life you know, you know, portfolio, even if it goes wrong, it's, it's something that you but can dice. What do you mean by no reinsurance at this point in time? 
So, uh, I guess the point that you touched upon, the fact that at this point in time, for, uh, you know, violent indemnity policies, as Prashant rightly said, there is some amount of, uh, you know, claims control, uh, you know, the, the full sum insured doesn't necessarily get paid, etc. So, there is some control that you have. In a benefit product, there is a element of fraud which is potentially higher because it's only on diagnosis and you pay the full uh, full sum insured. Right. Now, uh, if, if your frequency uh, assumption goes wrong, you know, frequency being that, you know, how many people will fall sick out of your portfolio, you could really lose a lot of money. And uh, honestly speaking, it's for those kind of situations that you need reinsurance covers. Now, when it is, while it is uh, being a mandate for the direct insurance companies to, to launch these products, and I understand where the regular is coming from, because th these are times that industry has to step up and demonstrate, uh, you know, what it's contributing to uh, society at large. But it's equally uh, incumbent upon the reinsurers because they are the guys who have the deeper pockets to provide some kind of a support. Unfortunately, that's not happened as of now. So what individual companies are now doing, you know, to answer your question as to why there is so much of variance is that uh, I think there are two reasons. One, the models will be very, very, you know, divergent for different people. You know, if I assume the infectability rate at, let's say, 1.1 versus 1.7, the numbers will be, you know, hugely different. Uh, so people may have different numbers in their models, number one. That could be number one reason. Number two, people may be really scared. I mean, you know, if you look at the uh, the COVID Rakshak policy, the premium ranges for a 5 lakh cover ranges from less than 1,000 rupees to more than 10,000 rupees across That's different right. companies. Yeah, so, so companies which are probably pricing at that level, at that high level, uh, may be really worried about the exposure and may want to kind of uh, reduce that risk for themselves and maybe even want, may not even want those customers. Uh, you know, that may be their strategy. But the fact is that modeling and pricing, it is very, very difficult. It's, you know, your guess could be as good as mine in terms of where this is this will head, the, where the pandemic will head. So whoever is modeling it on certain past data is taking a big, big gamble, like all of us are doing that. Uh, but for a small company, it is a bit, uh, you know, risky. And to that extent, expecting, you know, every company, including the small ones, to launch some of these products without reinsurance support is a bit onerous. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts.